Hey y'all, welcome back to a brand new podcast episode. Okay, so you guys, I want to talk to you today about uh, Fear Street 1978, the second part, second chapter, if you will. Um, Yeah, so I just watched chapter two today. I was waiting for it to come out, but I think they had, I don't know if they delayed it or what, but I I guess I have like a Disney brain where I'm like, okay, the movie's coming out, it's going to come out at midnight or whatever. And I checked and it didn't come out, but, 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 but. Um, I think I expected it to be on the like top 10 list already and that's not how things panned out. Um, but also I think a lot of people are watching Black Widow. Uh, if you haven't seen Black Widow, it's in words, hello. It's in theaters now and it's also on Disney Plus. I think it's 30 to 35 dollars. I have my own thoughts on that movie, but we'll talk about that later, girl, later. Um, but anyway, so yeah, let's talk about this. So yeah, so uh, Fear Street 1978 basically takes place chronologically before the first movie but it does talk about events that led up to the first film which so will the next one um and it was it was an interesting movie basically um we ended up going to summer camp so the first film was more like a sort of scream-esque movie basically um taking place in like a high school setting things like that this one is a summer camp so automatically i'm thinking sleepaway camp i'm thinking Friday the 13th, which is a lot of like what this movie is like. Um, it's a much more of a slow burn than the second, the first one. The first one starts off with a murder. This one doesn't. It talks about things leading up to murder. We probably don't get our first, like, if I can remember, if I remember correctly, we probably don't get like our first official kill until like 40, 50 minutes into the movie. But we do get a lot of character development before then. And it, it, it's kind of cool the way they built it up because they show you a lot of different characters while they're building this up. A lot of people that you kind of like, okay, you can die and you can die and you can go. Um, but so I said this in the first one, I'm saying in this one, how the story works is there are two different sides of this town that this this story takes place in. There is Sunnyside, which I forgot the name of it uh, last time. It's Sunnyside and Shadyside, which I think I just... Shady side stuck with me because shady, but it just, it stuck with me. And it is a shady side. That's where all the murders take place. Um, and it's basically like about the blood, basically. It's basically about shady side. The people who live in shady side are cursed. The people who live in sunny side are obviously not cursed. Um, and so basically that's what this, this whole story is about, which is why all these murderers pop up, you know, every couple of years, whatever, in shady side of uh, thanks to this witch who died in 1666, which is what the next film is going to be about, about the origin t- of tales of this witch named Sarah. And anyway, so we're here at the summer camp. It's it's once again the same situation where um, there's the sunny side kids and the shady side kids are all going to camp together. We meet our camp counselors. Um, one of the characters in the first film that our main character runs to for help at the end of the film uh, survived the events of the uh, summer camp. And so she and her brother go to the uh, the young woman who survived and she starts telling, well, not young anymore, but you know, a youngish woman. Um, and she starts telling them the story of what happened to her in 1978 and how she survived it. And you can automatically see from the beginning of the film, there's a lot going on. She's got like alarm clocks set everywhere. She's got, you know, locks and bolts all over her house. Like it's, it's very like cabin fever-ish. So anyway, we go back to the summer and she tells the story about her and her sister and what happened when they were at the camp. Um, 
So her sister is a camp counselor. She's trying to get the camp set up with all these other camp counselors. It's like, again, it's very Friday the 13th, except the kids are actually there at the camp. So anyway, um, we start learning about different people. Some are shady side people, some are sunny side people. And uh, her and her sister are both shady side. So they're both from the cursed side of town. There's a guy there, a, a younger camp counselor, I think, who is interested in the younger sister who uh, is one another one of the main characters. So like I said, there's two sisters, an older one, a younger one. The elder sister is the camp counselor. The younger sister is attending camp for the last time. This is her last summer because she's aging out. And she's the girl that plays in the show Stranger Things. She's the redhead, not, uh, not 11. Anyway, so she's going to this camp for the last time. She ends up like right away being attacked by these kids who are like calling her a witch they're like punching her her nose is bleeding which happens a lot in these movies like people's nose noses bleed because again it's about the blood so it's, it's weird anyway so that's how you know something's gonna go down is when the noses start bleeding but this girl from Sunnyside is accusing her of being a witch and all her friends and so they actually end up trying to like hang her it gets really dark real fast but they hang her up I think by her hands not her her neck and um one of the girls like one of the, the main mean girl to her starts burning her with with a freaking lighter. I'm like, this is getting this is getting dark. So anyway, we end up meeting more camp counselors who put a stop to it and are like, hey, you need to got you guys need to back off. Blah blah. blah. We're gonna send her home because she's doing all this messed up stuff. And the girl's like, you're gonna send me home, but these kids are burning me. Make it make sense. So one of the camp counselors who's kind of into her, um, who also ends up being the police chief in the first film, so he grows up to be a police chief, um, is telling them like, hey, like. If we send her home and they see this burn mark, they're going to ask what happened. They're going to link it back to us. This is dumb. So, you know, they're like, you know what? You're right. We're not going to send you home. We're just going to keep you away from them, blah, blah, blah. Go back to camp, all this stuff. We're going to act like this didn't happen. Like you, they, like these kids didn't just try to murder you because some stuff went missing. It's, it's crazy. Anyway, <clears throat> so cut back to the older sister. She's trying to get the camp set up. She's hanging out with these, well, she's not hanging out with them, but there's these two other people. I think one's name is Alice, the blonde, and her boyfriend, and they're hooking up. This movie has a, a couple of hookup scenes in this, so just letting you know. Um, they, they want you to know this, yeah, like, this is R.L. Stein, but this is not Goosebumps, and this is not um, The Haunting Hour. People will be getting hooking up and all that stuff in this. Kids will die. It, it's gonna happen. So yeah. Anyway, and I mean young young kids because girl later on in this movie anyways so we meet the the other camp counselors and this girl Alice used to be best friends with the main girl's care uh, main girl sister named Cindy and we find out that Cindy used to be a bad girl but she's not a bad girl anymore she's changed her ways because she's trying to appeal to the people who live on Sunnyside she's trying to like which happens in the the first story the girl uh named Sam uh, she was trying to, you know, she moved to Sunnyside. She's trying to, like, live a brand new life. People who live on Shadyside don't want to live there. And they're seen as less than. So they want to, like, do whatever they can to get the heck out of Shadyside and go to Sunnyside where they feel like it's safe, whatever. Um, so anyway, so we end up meeting the sister again. And she she's, you know, hanging out with these, these troubled kids who want to do drugs and stuff. And then we meet this camp, like, nurse, I think she is, or, like, the counselor. She's one of the two. And... The younger sister is talking to her and she's like, you know, I, you know, you're the only one that gets me here. Nobody gets me, blah, blah, blah. And the nurse is just very like preoccupied with some, some crap. You can tell that some's not exactly right with the nurse. She's like uh, binding the girl's arm, which the arm that was burned. And she starts saying some stuff about the witch. And she's just like in a trance as she's saying it. So the girl's like, hey, I'm about to leave because you're going crazy. So she tries to tell her older sister like, hey, there's something wrong with the nurse lady. You might want to check on her. The older sister's not paying any type of attention to her. 
Um, I'm going to skip a few things and cut right to this next scene where they're in the like mess hall. It's the main girl's older sister, the, the camp counselor, her boyfriend uh, named Thomas Slater or Slade, whatever his name is, whatever his name is. And um, they're over there trying to get things set up for camp. We see that someone is in there with them that we don't like, we don't know. It's a shadowy figure. And all of a sudden Thomas is getting attacked by the uh, the nurse. And she's saying like, your name was written. There's nothing I can do for you. And she tries to kill her, the boyfriend, Thomas. And it just ends up going, 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 going bad real fast. Thomas ends up getting like a, a gash on his head, which starts to really obviously bother him. Um, the nurse is knocked out and they call the police. They get her off the camp, you know, cause she comes out there with like a knife or whatever. They end up going to her, like her nursing unit to try to figure out like what led to this. Is she on drugs? Because drugs is like a big theme in this particular movie. It's the 70s. A lot of the kids are smoking marijuana, trying to do other things. Like Alice, Alice and her boyfriend are popping pills. Um, another another couple, well, not couple, but friends in, in, in this one scene, they are um, talking about drugs as well. I think they're getting high or whatever, so they're doing other things as well. So there's a lot of talk about, you know, drugs. And anyway, so by this point, like her boyfriend is like tripping more and more, but they have this like, uh, this it's not a scavenger hood. They have like this war going on at camp. It's going to be like a walker, some, some junk. Basically you have to like capture, it's, it's a capture the flag, but you're capturing the people. Um, this town, the, this like summer camp thing they're going to do with the reds and the blues. The reds are the sunny side. The blue are the shady side. So there, there's going to be this whole like camp outing that night where the kids are going to participate in this game. And whoever wins the most, um, you know, whoever captures the most people on, on, which either side is going to win this, like, you know, something, something or other. And basically the sunny side kids always win. This doesn't matter. I'm just setting this up because it does have, like, it does, it takes part in the story later, but it's not that important. Anyway, and yes, I'm going to go more into detail in this one than in the first one, because the first one was just kind of like, eh, this one to me was much better of a story. I'm just saying, I think the setup was much better. Anyway, so, um, where did I leave off? So yeah, anyway, so Alice and her boyfriend go into the nurse's office where they find the main girl and her boyfriend, the main girl's older sister and her and her boyfriend. And um, they're like, oh, we found this book. There's a map on the book. What's going on? Turns out that the nurse was really into some like dark stuff or she's trying to figure out the story of Sarah, um, the girl who was the witch who was murdered in, in 1666. They find out that the camp is built on top of like this like burial ground or whatever. And her body's not not too far off of, you know, where the camp was built and stuff. So there's a lot of stuff that's going on in, in this movie. So they end up, of course, being stupid kids going through the woods and trying to figure out where Sarah's house is. Apparently Sarah had like a house there or something like that. So they find in this entrance, this hole in the ground. And of course, like the main, uh, Cindy's like, don't go down there. This is stupid. And her friend Alice is like, you know, which by the way, I just realized Alice and Cindy, Cinderella, Alice Wonderland. Cinderella came out in 1950. Alice came out in 1951. So not that it matters, but I'm just saying that's, that's interesting. <laughs> it's funny how that works out. Anyway, so um, before, I'm in, uh, before I go any further, the, the little sister and the big sister are not friends. They're, they're very different from each other. They don't get along. Um, the older sister, like I said, is trying to run away from who she is. The younger sister is just 
she's she embraces who she is, but she's very misunderstood. The kids that can't make fun of her, they write like, you know, witch and all these other mean things over her bed. Um, but the camp counselor boy is like really into her and that's kind of a problem obviously to a lot of people. One, because he's a counselor, even though he's not much older than her, and two, because he's from a different side of the tracks than her, so it's a problem. Um, anyway, so they end up going down into the tunnel. Uh Cindy, the older sister, and like her her friends go down into to the tunnel. And while they're there, they find all these different things. They find that the boyfriend's name is written in stone under all these names. And all these names above his name are, are names of past serial killers and, like, people in town or whatever. So his, his name is the last name, the very last name. And as soon as they find out his name is on there, he starts, like, tweaking out. He ends up killing one of them and... Then the uh, two other ones are like stuck down. I'm not gonna tell you who he kills. They're stuck down in this cave. And so he has to, like, the other two have to get out of the cave while, you know, he starts going and raging um, over at the camp and stuff like that. So that's what starts off this chain of events of the kids dying and stuff. And let me tell you, they did not care. I'm gonna tell you in this movie, did not care. But here's the thing if you're from Sunnyside with the red t shirts, you're basically safe, which was cool and picked bothered me at the same time because some of them damn kids on the other side of the camp was real messy and they just eh, I wouldn't kill them <laughs> no but it's true look the girls that were messing with um the main girls the redhead from Stranger Things that were messing with her I was like y'all could die you, you, you're young and I feel bad for you but you're like you're like 13 14 you know you're at that point in life where you're making your own damn decisions you're being a bully because you want to be you could die I'm sorry but you're rude you're rude okay you're rude no they were mean to her she does get the main girl back and she gets her back pretty darn good but not good enough okay not good enough anyway so it starts to be very clear that the killer um Thomas who, by the way, does make an, it makes a few appearances in the first film too, which is why I kind of liked this movie, was because like we get to really see who he is. There's some other masked killers though in this. This is why they should have done several movies because I mean they did three, but they should have done more because there are a few other killers. There's like a serial killer kid in this movie, like with a little mask on. I'm like, what? Who are you? What is your story? Like they only show flashes of some of the killers, but I'm like, why not just show like who they were? Because he gives me sort of like a like a. Almost there's a, there's a Michael Myers as ki- ki- uh, killer in this, and there's like a Chucky as killer, like not a doll, but he's a little kid. He's very small, so there's a lot of different like killers in this, and, and even in the first one where I'm like, I wish I knew more about your character. There's also this girl, um, I think she was like in the 50s or something. I 50s or 60s. She's a killer. She was in the first one. She's also in this one too. She makes an appearance in this one as well. So I'm wondering if I know they say it's a trilogy, but I'm like, you guys should have done more with these. Like, if you're gonna tell the story of like two killers, sort of, um, you should have told the well, I guess three because the witch. But if you would have told those stories, you should have told these other ones too, or made them a bigger part of what was going on. Just saying. Anyway, so where was I? So yeah, they start killing, he, he starts killing certain kids. And like I said, they did not care. They didn't care how young you were. They didn't care nothing. Like the first kid that, and it made me mad because like the blue side kids already have it hard enough. Like the blue side kids in this movie get treated like crap by the, by the, by the popular kids. And so there's this little, this little heavy set, you know, kid and he's got glasses and stuff and they're just rude to him. And I'm like, you guys are ugh, like you little, ugh, right? I was like, you guys are mean. He ends up getting, he's the first one to get killed. And I was like, well, besides one of the ones in the cave. But I was like, what? what? Why you, though? You, were the, you weren't you were a bad kid, though. I bet you got straight A's. I bet you did. 
I bet you like PB&J sandwiches. Like, I can relate, sis. I'm not straight A's, but girl, I can relate. Like, why you? Why? You were nice. He was friendly. He died. And then they had like um, another scene with these other kids that were wearing blue. Um, were like in this little cabin, this little boy and this little girl. And I'm like, oh, like I feel bad for y'all. Like, you know, cause, cause they were being captured by the red team and the, the, the main red kids, like I'm going to leave because like, I think I heard something out there. So he leaves them in the, the thing by themselves. I'm like, okay, he was a jerk. He can get killed. No, he don't get killed. They do. And I was like, you know what? Who wrote this? I was really upset. I was very upset. Okay. Even one of the jerk counselors that I'm like, you can go and die though. Like you can go and die though. And I wouldn't be upset about it. He gets away. He gets away. I'm like, you know what? Fine. <laughs> this, this movie's clearly made to, to be offensive towards me and hurt my feelings because nobody I thought should have died. Died. That's, is that true? Let me look. Let me think. That's a lie. A few of them did. The, like a few of the older counselor kids because they were jerks did. But like the kid jerks, they killed the nice kids. The, and, and see, and that's why in the first movie, the first one we saw, the 1994, those kids on the sunny side were trash, okay? That's why they were trash, okay? Because y'all weren't getting murdered. That's why, trash. I'm telling you they were trash. You, watch them. You don't believe me? Watch. You might be like, this is horrible. Oh, my God. He's talking about... Watch the movies, okay? You, you've seen a horror movie. You know how they work? You know how these high school movies work? These kids that are jerks, right? Well, the reason why y'all were jerks is because the spirit of Sarah was killing the wrong damn kids. She was killing the nice ones, the misfit kids. For what? That's what I want to know. Why is she killing the kids that seem to be misfits when she was a misfit? Bitch, you, you're killing the wrong people. The ones, the, the jerks were the ones that burned your ass, okay? You need to be going after their kids, not the misfit kids, unless she's trying to eliminate... The mis- Is that the plot? Did I just figure out the plot? Is she trying to just, like, eliminate all the misfit kids? And being like, well, y'all ain't special, and they didn't think I was special, so I'm gonna kill y'all. Is that what this is? Is that what this is about? Is this mu- There's something going on. What, what is it about? Let me tell you. Because all, all the mean ones seem to survive. They just do. And I'm not sure what it's about. But, and girl, the end of this one... <sighs> There's a scene, I'm not gonna give it away, there's a scene where all these killers are coming after the, the sisters because eventually the sisters like team up and they're like, look, I know we never really got no. By the way, can we stop doing that in horror movies? Can we stop where like, you know, when, when, when you knock out the killer and you put the weapon down, can we stop that? That is not real life. Let me tell you that is not real life. I understand that if, you, if they didn't put the weapon down, they could potentially kill the killer and then the movie shortened. Sure, whatever. But if you don't give them a weapon to fight back with, don't make them put it down. I hate that. If I was an actor, you couldn't get me to do that scene. Because I'd be like, you want me to do what with what? But hold on. <laughs> Let me be real with you, Wes Craven, for a second. Kevin Williamson for a minute. They had nothing to do with Wes Craven. is, is gone now. R.I.P. Wes Craven, you are a legend. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I'd be like, I need you to talk. I need to talk to you. I'm going to tell you why this don't work for me, okay? Because if someone was really coming after me, bitch, why would I drop my weapon? I won't have, I'll be defenseless. I'm not doing it. No, I'm not doing it. So I don't understand that. But I also don't understand why people feel like monologuing, right? And telling somebody how much you love them when a killer's on the loose or when they're standing or sitting or laying over a body of the killer that you don't know is actually dead. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what have y'all mentioned horror movies in these in these other movies like in Scream and in, in this you guys reference and mention a ton of other movies so you've seen movies right why on earth would you like the killer's knocked out passed out potentially dead why would you think right there where the body is is a good place 
to talk. It's a good place to hash out your differences. No, fuck that, bitch. Can we wait till we get to the car? Can we wait till we get to the car until the police station, bitch? Can we wait till we are under police protection before you want to talk to me? Tell me how much you love me and how you never... Shut up. Like, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I hate that. I really do. And it, it makes me anxious as, as a viewer, which I think is the point, but it makes me anxious because I'm like, all this talking unnecessary bullshit is going to do what? Like, Scream 2. Scream 2 still pisses me off because certain deaths in that movie don't make sense. Hallie is one of them. Now, Hallie, Holly, Hallie, whatever her name is, the, um, the, um, Sydney's friend, she was originally going to be one of the killers. Fun fact. They switched gears with that. It was going to be Mickey and her, I believe, and they switched they switched that with uh, with her not being a killer. But there's a scene where her and Sydney are trying to get out of this damn police car, right? And I'm like, cool, they're out. Holly's like, let's get out of here, Sydney, let's go. And Sydney, for whatever dumbass reason, is like, no, wait, Holly, I want to see who it is. I want to see who the- Why? Bitch, why? But you know what, Holly, you're dumb because I would have left. I would have like, you know, bitch, they don't even want me to want you. Bye-bye. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You go, you go see who the killer is, Sydney. I'm out. She don't sit there and wait for this. She don't wait for her. She don't wait for her. And of course, because it's a movie, somehow Ghostface, who's supposed to be knocked out, jumped out the damn car. And what does he do? He kills Hallie. I was pissed. I was like, you. Her blood is on your hands, Sydney, bitch. I'm mad. <laughs> Sydney's my favorite. But her blood is on your hands, bitch. You should have. Why did you. Why? But why? Can we also talk about how, if you guys have seen Scream 2, how the knife sounded? Like, going in and out of Hallie, it didn't sound right. It sounded like a rubber knife. I was like, mm, maybe she's not dead. Plot twist. Plot twist, she never actually died. Plot twist, she never died. Who knows? I don't know. But anyway, that's just how that movie, like, that part of Scream. So I don't understand when people, they see the killer there, and they're like, let's have a conversation. Let's have a heart-to-heart. No, let's not do that. We can wait until the credits roll. I, I'm trying to get out. Come on, right? So anyway, by the end of the movie, some stuff happens. I'm not going to give it away. But let me tell you that these movies impressed me with how much... Like, this one is much gorier than the first one. There's a, there's much more gore in this because the killer's using an axe. And let me tell you, he, he chops, chop, 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 he chops. There's also this, like, nasty, like, thing. You have to watch it. There's, like, this nasty, like, alien-looking ass thing in, in, in like, the depths of the camp or whatever. And like, I guess like other killers and stuff come out of it. It's really, you'll have to watch the movie, I'm telling you. But I'm really, really in- invested now. I really want to see part three because part two was a definite step up from part one. And I- I'm just, I'm loving the differences. I-, I really am loving just like this, this. It does give me a little bit of American Horror Story vibes. I think it's better personally. Um, but it-, it-, it gives me a little bit of vibes that a lot of different things. So if you guys like, um, Summer camp killer movies, like I said, like, you know, Friday the 13th. Sleepaway camp, very big sleepaway camp vibes in this as well. If you guys like these kind of movies, I think this particular part of the special is definitely for you. And I guess we'll see what the next one brings. But I was right with my hypothesis of the, uh, what I said last time about the actors coming back. Because it looks like all of them are coming back for part three. They're all going to play some sort of role in part three, including the girl from Stranger Things, including obviously the main girl who's telling most of, well, she's not telling the story, but she's a part of most of the story. So there's going to be a lot of that in part three. We're going to see a lot of familiar faces. And yeah, I'm excited. Um, I am hoping that potentially they could do some sort of spinoff connected to this. Because again, there have been a few other killers they showed that we don't really know too much about. And I think you could do like a whole, a whole movie based off, I mean, you did a whole movie based off of 
one of these killers. So I don't see why you couldn't do a whole movie based off of one of those killers. But yeah, every one of the killers in these films um, is like derived from something else. Like I said, from Scream, Friday the 13th, Halloween. There's even a point in this movie where the killer of Thomas ends up getting a brown sack over his head like Jason. So it, it, it's pretty cool. Anyway, guys, that's the end of this one. I think part three comes out next Friday on the 16th, I think. So I'm going to be checking that out and I'm going to talk about it later, um, you know, probably that day. And yeah, I'll see you guys next time. Have a great rest of your day, night, evening, afternoon, whenever you're watching this. Part one and part two are now streaming on Netflix. Part two just came out today. So give it a watch when you can and I'll see you guys soon. Peace.